Welcome to Shelf Logic, the official podcast of the Maricopa County Library District. Library, and today we're going to be doing a book talk and talking about some of my favorite horror books. So these were a few that were on our shelf that are currently available for checkout. Um, some of the ones that aren't here, I am going to be talking about as well, and those are going to be available through our online resources such as Libby or Hoopla, but um, also at some of the other branches that we have that we can borrow from. So first, uh, we have to start with my all-time favorite, which is Frankenstein. Um, when I read this book, I went into it kind of not knowing absolutely anything about it. Um, I never watched any of the movies. I just kind of knew of the stereotype of Frankenstein the monster, and I was pleasantly surprised by this book and also it's it's sad because I I have a thing for the misunderstood and I feel like the monster is very much misunderstood in this story and it's really really very interesting to see everyone's take on it and interpretations that uh, maybe what I gathered from the book is somebody else's it's a complete different interpretation which is always very interesting so Frankenstein is definitely the first one of my favorites. Um, and then I also do run a horror book group, which is going to be at the Southeast, Li Southeast Regional Library Monday nights from 6 to 7. And one of the books we read last month was The Wasp Factory by Ian Banks. This book is a little bit controversial because of the content described in it, but it is a horror book, so there are going to be a little bit gruesome pages that you have to read or passages and definitely reading through this I was like oh don't put that down for a second <laughs> there's a lot to take in and sometimes I think that's what there's a misconception about horror where it's like gore and the most gruesome way to murder things or people is what makes a book horror and I don't think that's always the case I think sometimes psychological horror is definitely a little bit scarier than um, actually just like the gore of horror, um, which will bring me to my next pick, which is Stephen King. Obviously, he's you can't talk about horror without talking about him. He's definitely one of my favorites, but I will say I haven't read like one of his entire novels, like a, It or The Stand. There is one that I really want to read. I just haven't gotten to yet. Um, it's called Needful Things. But, so this is a short story that he has, um, and I just love them. I love the short stories so much more because I feel like it's just a nice little blur where I'm not in his head too long. And a lot of the short stories actually get turned into movies. Um, the one that I'm reading now is called uh, Everything's Eventual, and I didn't know that 1408 was a Stephen King novel, and it's a short story in there. Um, Children of the Corn, that's in Night Shift trying to think of other ones that have been turned into movies but I can't think of off the top of my head I know that The Mist is one of the only ones that Stephen King liked the movie ending better than the one that he wrote he thought it was done a lot better so that's always a fun little fact because you always hear about like how the book is better the book is better but with Stephen King I feel like they always mostly stick to the script um, closely because of his name but that one they didn't, and he actually liked it more, so sometimes taking a risk is worth it. Um, so then speaking of Stephen King, he actually, this one I haven't read, but Joe Hill is Stephen King's son, and the movie, that there was a movie that just came out called The Black Phone, um, that was actually 
a short story from Joe Hill published in 20th Century Ghosts that came out. So it's another short stories, but it's Stephen King's son that wrote it. Um, and the movie pretty much stuck close to the storyline. There was a couple things that it didn't include that I thought it should have. But again, coming from a librarian, the book is always better. Um, but Joe Hill is actually, he's a really good writer too. And I think, you know, being Stephen King's son, he obviously... It's genetic, and he was probably around it his whole life, so it definitely can show through it. Um, but 20th Century Ghost is a really good short story that we have by Joe Hill. Um, and of course, being on this movie kick that we're talking, Bird Box um, was like that viral trend that was dangerous. But anyway, it was book, and I read the book, and I didn't watch the movie because... But the book was really good, and I think it also, it's really interesting to, like, kind of, I've read the book because of, like, the viral returns, and I was like, okay, well, what's going on? Like, I have to read about it, and it's really interesting to see kind of, like, visuals for books and storylines that they have, and then to read the book after and be like, oh, okay, so then, like, as I'm reading it, obviously, I'm picturing, like, Sandra Bullock as the lead, but I don't know. I think it's, it was a really good book, and I think especially with a storyline like that, it's really interesting to think of what I would have imagined reading it if, if I hadn't seen anything about the movie production. Um, so Bird Box was a really good one. Um, this one I think is a, is a particular story of from the Bird Box spinoff, but still. Um, okay, and then obviously we have some Poe. We have the Telltale Heart because Edgar Allan Poe is also a genius. And I do, I was reading a lot of his short stories as well, but this one I also remember like seeing a play when I was in high school and I was like, ooh. Kind of goes back to that idea of like psychological horror, right? I mean, like, uh, like obviously there was a little bit of a gruesome act, but most of it was like his, you know, mind just kind of losing it like there's just a little bit of madness in there but that also is like the shining right like that's scary it's just kind of a, a normal dad just starts to lose it and then kind of seeing like cabin fever and yeah scary see horror doesn't always have to be gruesome it just can be sprinkled in but most of it most of it is fine um, and then lastly, this one is actually classified as a mystery in our collection, but uh, it's Lars Kepler. So it's a husband and wife duo that live in Sweden, and they write these books together under the name Lars Kepler. Um, I think we're up to eight now. I could be wrong in that. It could be seven or eight, but there's eight or seven books in this series, and they can be read as standalones or you can read them in sequence so that you can follow like the detective story. So this isn't the first one that I actually read by him, but I think the Sandman or it's the hypnotist is like early on in the series. And um, Stalker is the first one I read by them and it's number six in the series and I had a perfectly fine time reading it. I wasn't confused. And then after reading it, then I was interested in learning more about the detective and his story. But, um, so the stalker was about a, they would live stream like somebody in their house and then like 20 minutes later, this person would be dead and they would put it on YouTube and like 
they, the cops couldn't do anything about it because they didn't know, there was no signifying factors of like where this person lived, who this person was. So they couldn't stop it. So it kept happening where they were live streaming and then all these people kept coming up dead. And they finally, in the end, they figure it out because it's a book, it's gotta have resolution. But it was really, really good and I didn't see the ending coming. Um, so Lars Kepler, even though it's classified as mystery, you can still, it's still horror. Um, and I, I play with that a lot, even, so in the horror book group, um, the last book we read for the month of March was The Time Machine by H.G. Wells. And I know that that's like a class of classic science fiction, but it is has underlying elements of horror, especially for being published in 1895. Um, Wells kind of plays with those ideas, and it's parallel to... Frankenstein, where you're using like elements of scientific nature as horror, um, just like playing with the fourth dimension, where Shelley was playing with like anatomy and that science factor of it. But I think it's very interesting. I think horror is an underrated genre of reading. I think there's a lot more to it than just like the gory parts of it. Um, so I will always advocate for it and. If you're interested in horror and leggy horror book group, um, next month are, we're going to be reading The Hellbound Heart by Clive Barker. So even if you don't come to the book group, you can check that book out that we have available at the library, both on a digital platform as well as a physical format. So thank you so much for your time today. It was so nice to speak with you. Thank you for listening to Shelf Logic. Make sure to hit subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Follow us on social media where we are at MCLDAZ.